0: special boston vacation episode of erdl battle yes so uh this is this isn't the first time we've done one of these we've done this here and there i think we did we did one when we went to Asheville. we did one when we went to philadelphia for a weekend and
1: maybe that
0: maybe we did one other one but we do richmond yeah we did richmond as well i believe yes we did did do richmond now that i remember so now we're going to be doing boston because we just recently went for vacation for a little bit less than a week, to Boston. And I'm very excited about this episode because two reasons. One, we get to relive our trip to Boston, which was phenomenal. Boston is awesome, people. Uh, and two, because some of these beers we haven't had since we were in in Boston. And here we are, we're drinking these three weeks after coming back, about? Yeah, I think about three, three weeks. Yeah. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. already three weeks. I think it's just weeks. two. I think it's three weeks. Could be wrong. What? It's, it seems to me like three, but I don't know. But anyway, so basically what we're going to do is...
1: No, we got back on the 5th. It'll be two weeks tomorrow.
0: Oh, okay. It seems like more to me. That's what happens when I work a job. It seems like like one to two weeks of my job seems like so much longer.
1: Yeah. It hasn't even been two weeks.
0: Seems like it was so long ago, though. That's the problem. Because it was so good.
1: Because the real world sucks.
0: Yeah, it does. So what we'll do is um, we'll talk about other things we did not beer-related and just kind of, like, sprinkle that in throughout. But we have four beers that we brought back from Boston to represent four of the different breweries we went to. But we went to six. So we will... um, We'll talk about the other two. Uh, we'll just throw those in there as well. But then we'll we'll just talk about each of these ones that are represented with the beers as we do those beers. So things aren't, we're not going to talk about our trip in sequential order necessarily. So, but um, yeah, let's get into it. So I I will start very, first, before we have the first beer, talking about the very first brewery that we hit. Where did we hit first once we got into... In the town, in quotation marks. We weren't actually in Boston at that point. But in
1: the area.
0: In the area, correct. The Boston
1: vicinity. Yes. We went to Trillium. Yes. Which I think overall was the best, had the best beer.
0: Across the board, yeah. I would say across the board, they had the best beer. I don't think we
1: tried. Well, no, I take that back.
0: That wasn't your favorite? no. Okay. Well, then you can mm-hmm. tell you can tell me later. Okay. You can tell us later which one was top your favorite. two,
1: top. Trillium and.
0: Okay, so Trillium and... was one of the top. Okay, I think I know the other one that you're gonna say, but <clears throat> we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, yeah, we. How many beers did we order at Trillium? We we did like taste or size. I think they do like five ounce pours. They get bit. like
1: six, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think we did six. So um, everything we had was at least. Quite good to really good, mm-hmm. and, and that's just how it went. The ambiance of the place, oh, and by the way, this is the Canton location, because there's a one inside of Boston, and there's one in Canton. Which and someone else
1: Canton. said, the one actually in Boston, you can just buy stuff.
0: Right, you can't like hang out and drink beer, yeah. you just can buy their stuff. And, and fill growlers, and out, yeah. or whatever. So, uh, the ambiance was nice.
1: It was like your typical like industrial brewery yeah. type feel. Yeah, because the brewery is... Right there. Literally, they're
0: brewing right there, and then they just had, they had, like, one little bar area that you go up to and, you know, can get all your It's
1: like every brewery where you drive into, like, this industrial park, and then you're like, oh, look, there's a brewery.
0: I think we even commented about that when we were coming into it. We're like, it's an industrial park. We must
1: be getting close (laughs) to the brewery. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Exactly. Because that's the majority of breweries we end up going to. It's like, oh, big surprise, in an industrial park. It's like always in an industrial park, which I'm fine with because usually the parking is great then. Well,
1: because then there's usually a lot, yeah.
0: Yeah, usually great parking. So, what were your favorite beers there? We don't have any beers representing Trillium. I know some people Um, are probably like, oh my god.
1: Yeah. What was one of my favorites?
0: Well, the, the two we brought back... Yes. Or were, in my opinion, like, hands down the best. But there was another one that was, like, a stout. And
1: yeah, you need to
0: look through. Um, I can look through our own tap to try and find that It one.
1: was the one that was really high ABV. It was, like,
0: 13 yeah. or something? I, was just like,
1: I, I liked it more than Carlin, but I was driving, so I had to relinquish really yeah. the rest of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But their happy hoppy beer, beers. We ended up buying a case of the Double Dry Hop Scaled.
0: Yeah, which is which just really one of good. their hazy IPAs, you know.
1: Um, We tried their Blackberry Soaker.
0: Uh, Super Soak. Blackberry Super, Super Soak, yeah.
1: Which we thought was good. Um, But then someone else was like, you have to try the Peach Super Soaker because that's what their bottle release was for that day. So we ended up trying that, which was actually way better than the Blackberry with a lot of, like, really, like, fresh... Peach, like, so, like, juicy peach.
0: Never in my life have I tasted so much peach in a beer. It was really awesome. And I remember saying to Rebecca, I feel like I'm not just tasting the peach flesh. I feel like I'm also tasting the peach skin with that little bit of fuzziness to it. And it was, it's a I'm going to say it's a gorgeous beer. Like, it it is really well executed. And
1: and I really liked it. And for a sour, that speaks volume. So we ended up with, we only did our four-bottle limit. Carlin's like, should you go back up and buy beer? And I was like, no. Didn't want to break any rules because... I, mean, I would be
0: it did say per person. I so I feel like could have I know, we so could fine, we totally but...
1: could've. But then I feel bad because, you know, you get up I would be mad if I went there thinking I could get bottles of something and And they were out. And they yeah. were out. You no, know? I hear you. So I, hear you. I was like, you know what? We won't be greedy. We'll we're just glad we were able to get it and share it with friends.
0: Yeah. So I found the beer that you were talking about. Oh, it's yes. like 13% alcohol, 13.3% alcohol. Yes. It was a collaboration with Jay Wakefield That's Brewing. That's right, yeah. And it was called Affogato. It was an imperial stout brewed with coffee, vanilla, and lactose.
1: Yeah.
0: That's high, though, 133 oh, was so good. It was wow. really good. They also had a PM Dawn, which was a um, stout with uh, cold brew coffee, mm-hmm. which that was good, but in comparison to the Affogato, the Affogato just like... Knocked it out It was out just apart. like
1: a, a notch up, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time, in my opinion. So we had that. Um I can, I you know, since I had my untapped up, uh, we, yeah, you said we tried the Blackberry Super Soak, which was, it was Is good. It a super
1: Soaker or Super Soak? Super
0: Soak. soak. Okay, yeah, no, I keep no up the ER name. at the end. So the Blackberry was but good. Do you, do you
1: remember the Super Soakers? Of course.
0: I had one when okay. I was a kid. Yeah, I me too. I mean, I had a few. Okay. But yeah, the Blackberry Super Soak was good, but the peach was phenomenal.
1: Also, why don't adults have water gun fights?
0: I mean, you can make that happen if you yeah. want to. Make it a thing. Do it. You should probably make it like a YouTube video, and then maybe it'll catch on. Just Be like, adult squirt gun fight, and actually you should just do it out in public. Yeah. Just start squirting people like when you're in line in the grocery store. Like a store. flash
1: mob, super soaker battle.
0: Yeah, I'm sure people would, like, beat you up, though. Just saying. <laughs>
1: okay, anyway, back to the beer.
0: So we also had their Galaxy Dry Hop Sun Shower, which is just, like, a um. hoppy saison. Um, that was good. Sleep, their Sleeper Street, just another one of their IPAs. And their Melcher Street, which was another one of their IPAs. They had a lot of IPAs.
1: Yeah. And so, they were all good, but the yeah. Double double Dry Hop Scale, which what is what we brought back, was definitely yeah, the best. Yeah,
0: very, very nice. Very... Bright, citrusy, tasty, yeah. low bitterness. Okay, we've citrus.
1: talked a lot, and my glass is empty.
0: Yeah, I know. So that was, so basically that was trillium, and that was a really good way after a like six and a half hour uh, to yeah. seven hour trip, a good way to kind of sit down, have a drink, decompress, and be like, oh, we made it. This is this yeah. is nice. So so that was our first day. Now we're gonna break sequence. And we're going to go to our first beer, and this is from Springdale Barrel Room. Now, Springdale Barrel Room is in Framingham, Massachusetts, so it's you have to drive a little bit away from Boston for that, but they're owned by Jack's Abbey Brewing, which if people don't know, Jack's Abbey is known for doing just lagers, lagers but... Their brewers, as our server at Jack's Abbey said, their brewers wanted to be able to do some ales as well, and so they were like, oh, well, here's a way we can do it. So they basically started another company, which is Springdale Barrel Room, so their brewers can then go over there, they make their ales there, but then Jack's Abbey is still just loggers. So so this was from Springdale Barrel Room that we brought back from this us. This was the second
1: from- brewery we went to, wasn't it?
0: Was it? Um, Maybe it was. Yeah, Yeah. you. uh, Yeah, actually.
1: Yeah, so far we're still in sequence. Okay,
0: we are in sequence. So yeah, so Springdale Barrel Room's Pearly Wit. So this is a wit beer that is wild fermentation. It's just like it was like an open fermentation wit beer, and I was impressed with it. So this is.
1: So our Jack's Abbey experience was my second, tied for second. Uh, Charlie, is that what you were thinking?
0: No, I was thinking the one that we went to after that. Which will not be Ugh, the next one that we're trying. It'll be the last one that we're trying. So Okay, so the pearly wit. Um, I mean it looks it's like a wit. Yellow beard. hazy. Just a little bit of haze to it. It's not like real hazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, very yellow. Mm. It's a nice I think white head.
1: I like this so much because of like the salt. Like it makes like you smell this and like I, my mouth starts to salivate.
0: I mean it do, I don't it doesn't have salt in it. But
1: it has those. It like, does
0: smell a tad salty yeah. on the nose,
1: and the tart. It's like salty tartness.
0: There's a lot of lemon, mm-hmm. like bright lemon in the nose. A little bit of honey in the finish. It smells a tad bit biscuity. Yeah, at the I, same time. I was gonna
1: say maybe a little hay. Yeah,
0: definitely. Tad like a slight funkiness mm-hmm. in the nose as well, yeah. but it's not a lot because I know you're not huge on. Funk. I feel
1: like it's. I mean, to me, it's more tart.
0: Yeah, no, definitely more tart on the nose. Let's try this. That's good.
1: It's, it's just so like, it's, easy. Yeah, it's it has such a like full it has like a full body mouthfeel mm. but light delicate flavors, but I just it's for a lighter style style beer. I
0: love it. Yeah, it's light but it's flavorful. And you get, like, a little bit of that funkiness. You definitely get a little bit of that tartness, but it's very low tartness. Mm-hmm. You get, I think, everything we were saying yeah, was we yeah. yeah, the lemon, the honey, the, The hay, mm-hmm. the, yeah. This mm-hmm. is nice. I just, and this is one of the other things, is just, like, having a different style beer that you don't hear about all that much. Yeah. I've never heard of a wild fermentation wit beer. I mean, I've had wit beers before, but never a wild fermentation wit beer. So that's nice. Um, well, this
1: is every time we do these. You know, you have a beer out, some. You know, you travel and you're like, oh, it's so good. I want to bring it back with me. And then you're like, is it just good because
0: you're there? I was
1: there, yeah. or did I really actually? And this lived up to. I feel like that. Yeah, I'm glad we bought this. And
0: this was one of the ones that we haven't had since then. Right. Like this is the first time we're having it since we were in Boston area. So, um, yeah. but talk whole, talk about our experience. I would at say Jack's but Jack's Abbey.
1: Abbey um a must it yeah it was i mean the server was amazing what was her name
0: nicole nicole she was awesome one yeah. of the best servers we've ever had period um not just because of her service but because of her knowledge
1: oh yeah like you know i hate when i go somewhere and it's like i know i know my beer you know and i you know you're getting flight, a tasting flight and you want to make sure you're kind of hit, hitting, I like to make sure I'm hitting like maybe something hoppy, something dark, something interesting, maybe something that's really popular or something they're well known for or, and sometimes I feel like servers, they're like either don't know their beer yeah. or, um, I, she was nice cause I was asking her about something and she's like, she even said, she's like, um, I don't think you're going to like that. Yeah. And she was very upfront. She's like, I think I can say that to you. It seems like you guys kind of know your beer, and I don't think that's you know like she really kind of like steered us like this would be good. You sh- this is worth trying. Yeah. Um, and then the pizzas—they're would oh they my have um, like wood-fired pizzas, and they were amazing. That was so, some of the
0: that was some of the best food we had on our trip. Honestly, yeah. that pizza was great. Like the um, we had two two better different-
1: than the lobster rolls. And the cannolis.
0: Okay. Not better than the cannolis, but better than the lobster rolls, I I would say. Those pizzas were awesome. I think...
1: Yeah, but you know, I mean, you can get pizzas like that anywhere.
0: That's true. But I'm just saying... I mean, they were
1: good. And it was good because it was so good and the beer was so good.
0: For my taste. Yeah. Well, and what's better than pizza and beer together? Like, it's one of the best pairings ever. Yeah. And the one pizza I remember the most and love the most, it has, like, wild mushrooms Mm -hmm. on it with, like... A truffle oil, mm. and it was just—I think there were caramelized onions on it as well. Yeah, so good. It was good. Um,
1: we each had two flights, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we did. We tried a lot of the beer there, or no, maybe we no, did. We three each had flights. one. Yeah,
1: we just did three. We did three flights. Yeah, we each had one, each,
0: so. and then, yeah. Oh, so I can go through because I did for Trillium. I can go through what we had there. Um, just to have my thing open. Uh, we had the there's a bunch of other stuff we had when we were other places, but. We had their Kiwi Rising, uh, Jack's Abbey's Kiwi mm, Rising, which was, that an, was I, good. an IPL, yeah, that was which really good. the first time I ever had an experience with an India Pale Lager, IPL as people call it, was a Jack's Abbey, and it was their Hoponius Union. Um, I think someone had sent it to me when I was doing beer trading a bunch of years back, um... Yeah, I think someone from the New York area I was trading with sent sent it to me, and I was like, this is really good. I've never even heard of an IPL before. So they do a lot of different versions of IPLs. So we had their Kiwi Rising, which was an IPL, which was nice. Their Calyptra, which was another version of their IPL. Then we had their Cordon Rouge barrel-aged framing hammer, which that's their Baltic Porter done in, I think that was red wine barrels. And I think there was something else added to it. Like done in red wine barrels with some sort of like spice or something added. Um, but that was tasty. They were all good. Vanilla barrel age framing hammer, mm. which was nice. Obviously, vanilla and bourbon barrels. Okay, they're Franconian Keller. Remember that Keller oh, Vice? Yes. That was that was one that Nicole highly recommended to us. She was like, I know it seems like yeah. it's just like a, a whatever style that like yeah. Keller Vice, but I'm like, no, 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 let's do it. It
1: was really, really good. good, really yeah.
0: tasty, refreshing. just a nice ass beer. Uh, Franconian Keller was one of the best ones we had I,
1: it was it was. Uh,
0: then we had now getting into some of the Br- Springdale barrel room, but I digress, which was a IPA. You were a big fan of that one. I thought that one was good. I think you liked it even more than me. Uh, then we did try their triple dry hop Taponius Union IPL, which was tasty. Their brigadiero.
1: Oh yeah, that was good too.
0: Which was a stout from their Springdale Barrel Room. Um, that was really good, and I think that one had like cocoa nibs and vanilla. It was like one of those special ones. Um, then we tried the Jacks Abby. Their post shift Pilsner, and mm,
1: that was good. That was
0: a nice straight up yes. Pilsner. Very I gave that refreshing. a three point five. Yeah, it was good. Uh, then the pearly wit we had, mm-hmm. and then also from their Springdale barrel room, we had their suspended animation, which I regret not buying some of that because it was really good. It was a tart farmhouse ale that they did wild fermentation with. It was really good. And for me, I think that's one of the most underrated styles is like tart farmhouse ales. Love them, love them, I,
1: love them. I, I, oh, go ahead.
0: And then the last one was the Sibling Maker, if you remember that. That was a lager wine, as they said. So it was kind of like a barley wine, but they called it lager wine, aged in bourbon barrels. The bourbon was awesome with that beer. That was really good. I mean, they just, they had it going on, I gotta say. Mm -hmm. Like, Jack's Abbey was awesome. Their Springdale Barrel Room stuff was awesome. The ambiance was cool. The pizza was amazing. Our server, Nicole, was amazing. Yeah.
1: I, th- I, I think it's funny because we, like, loved all those beers, but then we ended up only really coming home with a four-pack of Pearly Whip.
0: Well, because that's coming off of the day prior we I bought know. a lot of Trillium. I know. And we were like, now after that we kind of need to pick and choose what we're going to get.
1: I have a f- like, I wonder if the timing of that was differently, if we would have, I'm sure we would have bought more.
0: Yeah, yes. No, I, I, mean? I totally agree with that. Because, because- we
1: ended up really... Not buying a ton after that, then. No,
0: no. We really, you know, really limited like, it after Trillium.
1: I mean, we had a lot of really, really good beers, but mm-hmm. you always can find really, really good Definitely. beers. Definitely, yeah. so. But yeah, that was, highly recommend going there. It was well worth
0: it. Yeah. So I'll throw out, before we go to the next bar, I'll throw out a few other things that we did do. Um, if anyone likes aquariums, mm. they have a phenomenal aquarium in Boston. Uh, lots I, of- I
1: don't. wouldn't say it's phenomenal. It was good, okay,
0: it's really good it, it we you, you settle on really good,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't it's not the best aquarium I've okay, ever been that's to that's fine, that's fair, but they have three different areas of penguins, which is really fun,
0: three different kinds of penguins, yeah. and the what is it the rock hoppers, I think is what they're called mm-hmm. they they are just like funny, and we yeah. were there during feeding time too, yeah. so it was cool to see them just like sucking down fish, and the the rock hoppers were like. Those dudes get loud, like really loud, when they want things.
1: Yeah, they were squealing.
0: You have to be if you're feeding them. You have to be very careful because when they poop, it squirts, squirts. and it's just like where if you get near them, they're just gonna <laughs> right on you. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, they also had a bunch of different types of seals there, which were really cool. Um, and yeah, it was. And they have like this giant circular tank. Or a, like, cylindrical tank that goes up the center with, like, a walking path, like, all the way around spiral. So that's really, really cool. And, yeah, they just had a lot of cool stuff there. It was really nice. So that was a little extra something. So, moving to our next beer, because got to get to the next beer. This is a brewery that's actually been getting a lot more hype around it. I know this because of a Facebook beer group I'm in for oh, people really? in the Maryland area. This beer? Um, Not this beer in oh, particular, brewery. this okay. brewery, Night Shift Brewing, and they're out of Everett. Um, Yeah, they're out of Everett, Massachusetts.
1: And that's really just like 20 minutes out of Boston? Yeah, it's not far. I mean, Framingham was, what, 40 minutes maybe? Yeah,
0: 45, yeah, somewhere in A there.
1: smidge over half an hour.
0: So this was my favorite beer that we had from Night Shift. In fact, I had it when we were in Salem first, which we'll talk about Salem in a little bit. But um, this is Night Shift's Vice a la Mode. It's a mixed fermentation sour ale aged with apple puree, vanilla, cinnamon, and lactose sugar. And it, this is, uh, the if you couldn't hear, the Pearly wit was a 16-ounce can. The other beers are 16-ounce cans, but the Vice a la Mode is a 750-milliliter bottle. So...
1: This bad boy. A nice shift in general. Again, kind of had the, the regular feel, brewery feel. It did. Their beers were, I don't know, a smidge underwhelming.
0: Um, For the amount of hype they were getting and the fact that I had had this Vice mode days prior, um, I was expecting more than what we actually Ended up tasting.
1: Yeah. And they uh, were... Yeah. I mean...
0: They are good. Just, they were good. Like, I would just say, like, everything we had from them when we went there was solid. Like, we we walked away and only bought the Vaisala Mode. Like, that was it. Which I didn't feel... I haven't felt any remorse afterwards. Like, there were a few things that I look back on now and I'm like, oh, I should have bought that when we were at uh, Jack's Abbey. I should have got more of the pearly wit. You know, should have done this, that... When I look back on night shift, there's nothing that I wish we would have gotten that we didn't get.
1: What was the one? I'm trying to look through my untapped. The one with the mo- like molasses.
0: Molasses. It was look.
1: like a stout with molasses. I can let you know. Was it the Bennington?
0: Yes, I believe so.
1: Yes, yeah. with maple syrup, a oatmeal stout brewed with Dutch press cocoa powder and maple syrup. Bennington.
0: Yeah,
1: that was that solid. was really I really that was liked pretty that good. one.
0: But I don't actually. I don't think they had that available. They didn't to to take. Yeah, you know, like no cans or or bottles to go. So that did kind of suck. Um, they were do, doing something that I like to see breweries do, which is single hop IPAs. Mm-hmm. They call them one hop this time. One hop
1: this time.
0: <laughs> you love that.
1: I think it's so cute, and I love their like logo, the, the owl.
0: Yeah, their logo is sweet. It's. I... Their logo is super sweet. Um, look that up people if you haven't seen it it's like a really cool drawing of an owl so the one hop this time that we had we had a Simcoe and we had a mosaic of the one hop this time and those were those were solid um, then we had their Santilli which was one of their main IPAs we had the 87 two versions of it because they had an old recipe and they had a newer recipe and one of them I think was a little more citrusy and the other one was had a little more pine character mixed in there uh, both pretty solid. Uh, we had their Cow Tipper, which was a Milk Stout, which was decent. Uh, we had their Awake, which was a Coffee Porter, which was also decent. You talked about the Bennington, and that's all we had there. And then, obviously, we had the Vaisala Mode, which we're about to talk about right now, which we probably should have done that first yeah, but before talking about that. Whatever.
1: kind of looks like the Pearly wet.
0: Yeah, except not as yellow. Maybe like a slight tinge of orange to it in there. But yeah, it's a little hazy. It's got some big bubbles in the head. What does it smell like? I can smell a bit of the cinnamon. Really? It comes off a little vanilla-y. Yeah,
1: I, I, I get the vanilla. There's something else I can't put my finger on.
0: Is it the apple puree?
1: No. I mean, I don't know. It d-
0: it smells
1: I think it's just because I know it's there. I right. can, I can't say apple puree, but it does smell like an en... fruit appley like
0: yeah. yeah, it's like fruit, yeah, and a little vanilla and a hint of cinnamon is what it smells like, but it smells a little lemony too. I was just
1: gonna say, but kind of a lot of lemon
0: yeah, well, that's where the tartness yeah. would come into it, but I mean, it smells solid, a little subdued on the nose more than I would think.
1: You definitely get a lot of this more cinnamon on the taste. Mm,
0: yeah. It's creamy. Very yeah, creamy. It's
1: such a weird like smelling it you wouldn't expect. I mean, it kinda of tastes like an apple pie.
0: A little bit. Um, so to me, I would think that you could call this a um representation of a cream soda. Okay. In beer form. Yeah. And that's one of the things I really liked about it, because it, it it's real, like, creamy, and it just has, like, those nice type of flavors to it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's aptly named Weiss Mode. Yeah. Like a Berliner Weiss style, with, like, that lactose sugar, mm-hmm. and, you know, the vanilla-y notes, and the cinnamon in it, and it totally is, like, apple pie with... Some ice cream, cream yeah. some vanilla ice cream.
1: It's kind of like when you get, if you have like um apple pie a la mode and you get to the end and there's just like ice cream remnants with some of the pie and like the cinnamon at the bottom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's good. Yeah. This beer mainly sells me because it's light, it's easy to drink, but it's flavorful. Mm-hmm. And it's that. will probably wet. That creaminess, man. Yeah, the creaminess in the. And in it's the spice also,
1: um, it's a style and a type of beer you don't see a lot of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like that. I think that's probably why we like
0: Pearly Wits so much too. I agree. Yeah. No, definitely.
1: You know, I mean, it's, not, it's just, it's like there are IPAs out the yin yin yang. You know yeah. what I mean? Like
0: they were everywhere up there yeah, too, and, and it was all like hazy IPAs.
1: And it's like uh, you have one, you have a couple. Like you always can get a good IPA, you yeah. always can get a good stout. It's harder to like really impress me with those styles, um, but these two, kind of out of the box or just something you don't see a lot of, that were really tasty.
0: Yeah, um, the ambiance for uh, night shift, like we said, is very much like that kind of yeah. like industrial. But um, it was cool because they had a lot of nice outdoor seating
1: yeah. and, like, mm-hmm.
0: activities to do and stuff like that. So it was a cool space. It was a really cool space. And I could see why a lot of people like to go there. And
1: they have, I think, food trucks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we, were, we, were, we were there, like, what, a Friday afternoon? The early, middle of the day. afternoon. Yeah. early afternoon. Yeah.
0: Early afternoon. It was, like, a 1 o'clock or 12 or 1.
1: They have, like, a, the option for two different bars, though.
0: Yes. Yeah, they have two bar, um, it's bars. It's fairly
1: large.
0: Oh yeah, it's very big. They they have it set up to accommodate a lot of people. Yeah, and that's why it's a nice spot. It's a very nice mm-hmm. spot, and they have solid beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. This Vice yeah. Alamo is very good. I like it quite a bit. So since I already said something about it recently, let's talk about how we went to Salem. Oh. because that's where I first had this Vice Alamo. For people who don't know. I'm a huge horror fan. So when the opportunity presented itself, because we went on this vacation for a friend's wedding, which was on November 4th, shout out to Jason Ng and his now wife, uh, Lin, uh, Liz Ng. Um, so we, we decided, Oh, well, we're going to make this a vacation if we're going up to Boston. Cause we wanted to go there for vacation. Anyway, we were like, if we go early, we can be in Salem For Halloween. Because Salem's not that far. So that's what we did. And your experience, Rebecca. Salem for Halloween.
1: I liked it. I had more fun than I thought I was going to. For sure.
0: As someone who's not into horror.
1: Yeah. I mean, just the excitement. Seeing everybody's costumes was fun. I wish we weren't there on a day that was so crowded, though. Because I really would have liked to do some of the more, like... Touristy stuff. Yeah, touristy slash learn a little bit more about the witch trials. Yeah.
0: We can go back sometime. Yeah,
1: but we were able to see, like, um, the Co- witch memorial. Yeah. Um,
0: Lots of costumes. Yeah.
1: Um, but so, uh, the touristy stuff was just like, I was like, I don't really want to wait in line. Because some of it I heard was kind of cheesy and hokey. and um, But, yeah, the costumes were great. Um I There was even a dog that was dressed up that was really cute. Like, people went all out. I was kind of yeah. surprised. Just, I mean, you could tell people were... I've been planning their costumes and working on them for a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah. These were people who are serious about yeah. Halloween. Like, very serious. And then, I
1: mean, we left before it got, like, too crazy. We, like, like left 8 around o'clock. 8. We were there, like, all day. But, I mean... We were there
0: from, like, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m.
1: Yeah. There were... Bands playing, there were going to be fireworks at like 10 o'clock.
0: Tons of, mm-hmm. like tons of roads just totally blocked yes. off for the event. Just, it's it's a very unique thing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that anywhere else for, how, for a Halloween celebration. So for that reason, I'm extremely happy that we went, being huge into horror. So I can be like, hey, you know, I partied in Salem for Halloween one year and it was a lot of fun. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to say about it is while we were there, the, I think it's the Salem or like P, is it their Peabody art museum there in Salem? Peabody Essex? Peabody P-M. Essex. Yeah. Peabody Essex art museum. I think, yeah, that sounds about right. In Salem. Um, I happened to see that there was an exhibit there that I had read about in a magazine I read called Rue Morgue, which is an amazing horror magazine. Uh, There was an exhibit that was supposed to be there, but originally it said in the the magazine it was going to be gone before we would be there. And it was an exhibit for the lead guitarist for Metallica, Kirk Hammett. He's a huge horror fan, and he has a vast collection of horror and sci-fi memorabilia and movie posters. So he had loaned a bunch of it out as an exhibit to this art museum. And I was like, oh, man, that'd be so cool when I read the article. But it's not going to be there. Well, we were walking around. We came past the museum, and it said that it was there. And I was like, "Oh my god, they must have extended it." And so in we went. It was super. <laughs> it was super cool. Like some of those old movie posters, because they're all hand made. Yeah, you know they weren't printing things back then like that. They were hand making these posters, and they're huge. And some of them were crazy expensive. Like one was worth like four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like. But that was amazing for, for me being the, the horror nerd that I am. Mm-hmm. But also, want to give a big shout out to Chris Seto and um, Amanda Prather for coming out and hanging out with us in, in Salem for Halloween because th- there are some super cool people. Um, I had known Chris from playing games online with some other buddies and him, and I knew that Amanda was his fiance, so I knew about her, which she does really cool Um Artwork, by the way. Praether Studios, I believe is what it's called. Um, real dark, like, cool horror and food fusion, actually. Horror food fusion. It's cool. Trust me. So, um, big shout out to them for coming out because it was a lot of fun. hmm All right. Let's move to the next beer. So, another brewery that we went to was Aeronaut. And they're in Somerville. Mm-hmm. Which is where we ended up staying. We got an Airbnb there, which the Airbnb was really cool. So we ended up going to Aeronaut and meet up with an old friend of mine, Dave Johnzak. Yes, brother of Mike Johnzak from Wine World fame. Uh, and his lady, uh, Susie, who who was very cool. Both cool people. So we uh, had some beers with him and chatted at Aeronaut. So the beer we have from Aeronaut, also in a 16-ounce can, is Improbability Drive, it is a um, like a milkshake style IPA uh, with doo, 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 orange. It's it like says cream it has lac- lactose, vanilla beans, and fresh orange zest, mm-hmm. and it's dry hopped with citra, amarillo, and mandarina Bavaria. Um, and the ABV, which I didn't is five point nine. I'll say the vice Alamode mode ABV. I didn't say it before, but that was five point four, and the pearly wit was. 4.75 okay. so let's try this improbability drive
1: and I feel bad because I feel like by the time we got to Aeronaut we were so bearded out
0: yes that we couldn't really truly appreciate yeah Yeah, I agree with that alright so look at this beer <laughs> it
1: looks so similar to the first
0: I dip. know it looks like the Vice mode it totally does and the pearly wit a darker looks though yeah a little bit uh, ooh that smells it just really nice smells
1: so good
0: very very orangey tons just, of orange yeah you get that bitterness from the hopping mm-hmm. but also it does smell like the orange zest that's like, in there it
1: smells so fresh
0: yeah real fresh refreshing i get that creaminess on the nose with the vanilla and the lactose it smells like a nice milkshake ipa mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: This is our only can of this.
0: Yeah. Damn. I'm... uh, This is one that I now regret not getting more of, because that's really good. It does kind of taste like an orange creamsicle. It's
1: like orange Julius.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you get, like, a really nice, bright, citrusy Mm. note, like a lot of orange. You get the orange peel, the, the zest, which is orange peel, in there. You get a lot of creaminess creaminess. and a lot of vanilla there's a mouthfeel is nice on this yeah it's creamy just like the Lysol mode I love it for the creaminess I love this for the creaminess in conjunction with all that citrus Mm. um this is a milkshake IPA done very right and it's very nice
1: well we bought this at like a bottle shop in Framingham we did um, they were like, we're like, oh, we're going to be going there tonight. And they said, oh, this came out. They really did this well. And we're like, yeah. okay, we'll buy a bottle.
0: That was a uh, craft beer cellar is that place, which was a really awesome store. And Kristen and Pat worked there and they were really helpful, yeah. really cool, knew their stuff. That was a nice place. Mm-hmm. So people, if you're in Framingham, check out craft beer cellar yeah. and ask to talk to Pat and Kristen cause they, cause they rock.
1: Well, and they knew their stuff, too.
0: Oh, totally. Totally did. Um, but, yes, yeah, so we picked this up there. Before
1: but, we had it, and then we had it.
0: But like by then... We were beered out, yeah. Yeah. So we were drinking it and enjoying it, but not enjoying it as much as if it would have been earlier in, in the trip, honestly. So I do feel kind of bad about it. I think we both feel kind of bad about it for that reason. But let me tell you what else we ended up having there. We had their Saison of the Western Gots, which was a farmhouse ale that they made. That one was solid. Uh, we had their Citra Galaxy, which was just a Session IPA with Citra and Galaxy hops. That one was pretty solid. They, we had their Cocoa Sutra, which was a milk stout with um, cocoa and, I think, vanilla and coffee as well. Oh, no, no, I okay. might be wrong on that one. And then we had had the Improbability Drive while we were there as well. Um, good beers, good beers. Um, uh, Aeronaut is, it's got a bit of that kind of industrial feel because the brewery is right there, but it also has like a kind of a weird layout cause it's like you go in and you have like the main area and actually it's kind of like it's in an alley. Like you have to like go back into an alleyway and yeah, it's Yeah, like it was hard away. to find. It was hard to find. It was like tucked away, but. I kind of like that aspect of it. Like, like only se-
1: secret people know yeah, how to find it.
0: Like only the cool kids can can get there. So when we actually when we got there, they had a bike meeting going on with a PowerPoint presentation. And it
1: was intense.
0: Like I'm talking about a bicycling group who was having some sort of meeting there with a PowerPoint and I was just like, "Oh, interesting." So the thing to realize is that like Boston is very different from a lot of other places. It's very walkable, it's very bicyclable, um, it's friendly to people not in their cars, which probably a big reason for that is the fact that the roads are terrible. They are horribly mapped out, people are very aggressive drivers, and there were time there were times that we were driving and then all of a sudden the lines on the road disappeared. And you're so like, what the hell? How many lanes are there supposed to be? And people are just, like, everywhere. Yeah. So it's not a good place to really drive. And even people who who have been living there will be like, oh, yeah, it's horrible. They're
1: like, don't drive. Yeah.
0: And there is a term, mass holes. It is very real, and it usually just has to do with people when they're driving. Yeah. They are mass holes. So, yeah, that really sucks about about being there. But Aeronaut was cool. Um, They also had arcade games. At Aeronaut, which we didn't partake in because we were busy talking, but, um, they had arcade games, which I think was in the And a whole bunch like of board games, toys. too. Yeah, a, a ton lot of board games, which is cool. Yeah.
1: I kind of wish you would've... I... Well, kind of. I definitely wish you would've gone when we weren't so...
0: Fatigued with beer.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't feel good. I've had, like, too much carbonation. and Like, I know.
0: ugh. That's how I was. Um... But Aeronaut's nice. Mm-hmm. Um from what I understand, I heard only good things from people when we were in the area in Somerville. Like a lot of people when we talk to them about beer, they're like, Have you gone to Aeronaut? You gotta go to Aeronaut, it's really good. It is good. They're do- they're doing nice stuff. I like it.
1: I mean it's definitely um has a community feel to it. Yeah. You know. Which I like, like
0: that. Um I like that. Mm-hmm. That's like independent brewing that we've talked yeah. about here. Has a very community feel to it, and Phil, you know Phil Rudy has really worked hard on that, and it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's cool for that reason. Um, just throwing a little extra stuff out, like in the Somerville area, while we're thinking about it, there was a really p- cool uh, like coffee house called the Forge mm-hmm. Bakery, and mm-hmm. you could like see them making the bread and everything. Mm-hmm. They had like a big window. And they had good coffee, they had good breakfast sandwiches, salads, soups, really good place. Their baked goods were nice, mm-hmm. like cookie, we had a really good cookie oh, from yeah. there. And like... I forgot how much
1: crap we ate on that trip.
0: <laughs> well, that's what vacations are about, eating stuff you're not supposed to eat and drinking plenty of beer. I, I
1: remember, I was like, I've never craved vegetables so much in my life, because yeah. I was we... <laughs> like, I think it was like two days, and like I didn't have one vegetable at all.
0: Yeah. Like, well, we had a nice kale soup there at yeah. the George.
1: Well, that's why, yeah, I was like, we need to have a salad and... Gotta get it done. I need <laughs> greens and...
0: Well, because yeah. you, you were too busy eating amazing things like cannolis. They had pizza, some amazing cannolis. Pizza,
1: cannolis, and lobster roll.
0: We also had some pho, which was oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Which, it happened to be on the right day because it was actually kind of cold out. So, like, some nice warming pho. If people don't know what pho is, or some people call it pho, it's spelled P-H-O, it's like Vietnamese noodle dish that's kind of like their version of, like, ramen in J- Japan. Um, and we went to a place called Pho Pesture, and it was really good. Um, I think you got, like, a chicken noodle soup variation. I just
1: got something basic.
0: Yeah, and I got <clears throat> I got a chicken one as well, but it had, like, curry integrated into it, and it was really tasty. Um, Really good.
1: What else did we do? Oh, we went to Bruins game.
0: Yeah, Boston Bruins, which we've been to, we're Washington Capitals fans, and we've been to Washington Capitals games. A, TD Garden is a better facility than, Mm -hmm. shit, it's called Capital One Arena now, I think, in D.C. It used to be Verizon Center, but now it's Capital One Arena. Uh, Yeah, TD Garden's a better facility. The fans are way more passionate up there about the game. Um people were really into the game so and for anyone who cares about hockey we saw them play the Las Vegas Golden Knights so it was really cool to be able to say hey the yeah. expansion team Las Vegas's expansion team we saw them play in person the first year they were in existence so and the Boston te- and the Bruins won mm-hmm. which you you know if you're going to a place and you don't really care who wins it's kind of nice to see a win for the home team because yeah. everyone's like all Those
1: fans are
0: Happy, yeah. Yeah. I was so kind of like, people were so, like, into it Oof. that I was I was afraid there would be, like, fist fights if the Bruins lost.
1: No. I was like, no. They'd love their sports up there.
0: Shout out to Kyle Manning. Yeah, we saw Kyle we Manning. We saw Kyle Manning, another friend from a few years back. He's been living up in Boston for a while and told us about some cool places. Came to the Bruins game with us.
1: We went to, um, yeah, then, oh yeah, that's, you were talking about, um, Harpoon.
0: No, I was just saying, that's one of the brewer- other breweries. Yeah, we didn't like, take any beer from well, there. I was but... counting
1: up. I'm like, what it was the sixth
0: one? Harpoon. Yeah. Harpoon. Your yeah. impression of Harpoon then?
1: Um, It was better than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. And everybody's like, you have to go to Harpoon. I'm like, uh, okay, their beer's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they're like, but they have really good pretzels. I'm like, okay.
0: I'm like, that's a weird thing to say to people. <laughs> like, hey, this brewery, you should go there because of the pretzels. It's like, I don't really care for their beer. Yeah, but, but it pretzels.
1: is. But the pretzels are amazing.
0: And yeah, you phenomenal. Get to,
1: they have a um, sweet pretzel and a savory pretzel. And the savory pretzel, you can choose two different dipping sauces. Um, I had their beer cheese, their IPA beer cheese, I think it is. Yes. It was amazing. It was like, I feel like a lot of beer cheese is just, it's kind of just like a fancy cheese whiz.
0: Yes, I, and yeah. And it's kind of, or like the nacho cheese,
1: and I'm like, yeah. this is kind of gross. And that tastes like
0: processed and disgusting, yeah. like this chemical. this was like
1: a fondue cheese, like, had like stringy, like, so good. And then, um, like a mustard that was really good, too.
0: Yeah, their mustard, it, the mustard had like a little heat to it, too. Yeah. So I got the, I got the mustard for mine, and... The best dipping sauce, I thought, No, was. the cheese was better. No, no, no. <laughs> it was olive oil with Parmesan and garlic added to it. It was and butter. It was... No, it wasn't olive oil. Oh, it was that's the butter. that's right. It wasn't... A... It was so it was good butter. that
1: you forgot what it was.
0: I was, wasn't was focused on what it was. I was focused on how it tasted because mm-hmm. it was crazy. Yeah, you're right. It was butter with...
1: It was garlic. Yeah, Parmesan, Parmesan and garlic. garlic
0: butter, yeah. It was phenomenal. But, yeah, um the beer there was... It was it was yeah. better than I thought. Was it better than you thought? Yeah. yeah. I guess maybe a few of them were a little better than I thought they would be. I
1: just found one of Chloe's nails on the couch.
0: But overall, I was like, man, okay, their Juicer 7 was probably the best beer we had there, which was like basically their version of a juicy IPA, like it was hazy. That was actually that was actually kind of okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I could have had more of That, that Yeah, was, I mean okay. it was Probably one of the best harpoon beers I've had, honestly. And actually, their Hula Bison wasn't bad. It was kind of like a tropical yes, Hefebison.
1: I did like that.
0: Yeah. No, I think it was more like a Bison Bach. It's on untapped as a hefeweizen. I don't think it was. I think it was a Bison Bach, but it was kind of like um, tropical mm-hmm. hops to it. Uh, their Sean's Double Dare, which is an Imperial IPA, yeah. and that was not very good. And their s'mores stout, which was a milk stout that was supposed to have, like, s'mores quality, that was actually not good. Like, not good. Oh,
1: I liked it. You thought it was too sweet.
0: I disliked that beer quite a bit, so. But, eh, I mean, Harpoon was, Harpoon's a fun atmosphere. The only thing I would say about the physical place, it's set up like a beer hall. So, like, it's just, like, tons of tables and, you know, row seating, so you have to find a spot. But they were playing music way too loud. Yeah. You could not hear anyone yeah. you're trying to talk to because they're, like, blaring music. And I'm like, please turn, like, you should turn that down. That's ridiculous.
1: You sound ridiculous.
0: old. No. If you're there drinking beer, what do you want to do? Do you just want to sit there and listen to music? Or do you want to talk to people?
1: I don't know. Maybe that's, I don't know. Maybe that's the demographic they're hoping for.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But Harpoon is interesting. You should go. Definitely for the pretzels. Apparently
1: they have a really good beer tour too. Okay. Everyone kept talking about the tour. I don't uh, know. We didn't do it.
0: Okay. I just know that those pretzels are the shit. Yeah, for real. They are the shit. Which is crazy to say, but
1: everybody that did that was one thing that actually lived up to the hype.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yep. Alright, so let's okay, do our last beer. Let's do our last beer and then we'll talk about this brewery and maybe a few other things. So when we were in Framingham, uh Nicole at Jack's Abbey told us that we needed to go to this other brewery. I think they took over Jack's Abbey's old brewing facility and they're called Exhibit A Brewing. They've been around for I think about a year and a half, they said.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't even think a year and a half.
0: Yeah. So we stopped in there right after because she's like, you gotta go, it's really good. So we're gonna try right here in 16 ounce can. There's Sunday Paper, which is an Imperial Stout with coffee. And it's 9.9% alcohol by volume.
1: And it does not, well, from what I remember, it does not taste like it.
0: Well, find out. Now's your time to reevaluate. There you go. It doesn't look like an imperial stout to you. Yes. Yes, very dark um a little bit of reddish brownish mm. around the edges
1: it just smells like i want my stout to smell
0: A, l- a little bit oh. of a tan head to it by the way sorry not, i'm not moving super ahead super tan for an imperial stout
1: there's so much of that green coffee and it yeah. smells it also smells really creamy does not yeah, it,
0: it yes i would agree with that i, I don't, don't know
1: how i don't know how to describe that but it i don't know how it, it can smell creamy but it does
0: so i get this here and there in in stouts um, it's there's a slight bit of a banana note in the okay. nose to me.
1: Yeah, I can get that.
0: Like ripe, overripe banana. Yeah. Um, I think I think usually for me that kind of comes through when it's like really green coffee mm-hmm. in conjunction with like chocolate. So, because there is like a nice like chocolate finish on the mm-hmm. nose with this, but yeah, there's tons of green coffee. It smells really it. good. Tons of coffee. Yeah, that's a nice beer. It is. I do feel like I'm tasting the alcohol right now. I don't know if I'd say 9.9. I might say like 8.5 to 9, something like that. But the mouthfeel is not as much as I would expect from an Imperial Stout. It's a little bit on the lighter side with the viscosity of it. Um, But there's a lot of coffee to it. And... The interesting thing about this is... Well, let me try it one more time. So, the green coffee doesn't taste as green as it smells. No, there, It does it's, taste like there's a bit of a roast to definitely,
1: it. I was it's definitely more roasty.
0: There's a lot of nice, like, dark chocolate finish to the beer. Um, my throat's getting really warmed up right now by the alcohol. Like, I'm feeling it just warming my entire throat. Um, this is a nice beer. Though. I like it. This is a nice beer.
1: I also we also tried their the cat's meow mm-hmm. while we were there, and I really wish they had a cat's meow T-shirt because I would have gotten it. They and were as out. as I said that, our cat just looked at us.
0: Yeah, because she heard cat. Yeah, and she knows
1: the cat's meow.
0: So this. Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh no, that we tried that. We tried um, Hair Razor, which was their double IPA.
0: Um, All their beers were good. Yeah. Quite good, actually.
1: And this is a... I don't, didn't check into this, I guess. You did you check into everything? The Danko?
0: Yeah. We brought back some of the Sunday... A four-pack of the Sunday paper, and we brought back a four-pack of the Danko. And the Danko was just like an IPA with rye. It was a rye IPA. It was really good. Like, that rye added the next level to, like, a nice citrusy hop beer. Um... I think the Danko was my favorite beer there. It was really good.
1: Uh, the Sunday Paper was mine.
0: Yeah, Sunday Paper was really good, too. And we had one of barrel-aged beers, but it was like... Oh. I it was good, in... but it was... Well, I guess I... I didn't it. even
1: check into that one, either.
0: We also had... Uh, okay, so you're missing a bunch. So what I need the to, heck? I need to tell what everyone what was I doing? We uh, you were talking... Because we were talking for a long time. They had... One of their managers was working the bar, Eric... And he was a really nice guy, and we were talking a lot to him about tons of stuff. We talked about like beer nerd stuff. We I talked to him about uh, Mass Effect video games because he's huge into the Mass Effect franchise, and I'm a big Mass Effect fan as well. We talked about Dungeons & Dragons because... He, uh, apparently one of the owners there, like, loves Dungeons and & Dragons and told everyone who works there that they're going to start playing playing it together, so he's, like, just getting into it, so we were talking about that. Um,
1: well, and then one of the other bartenders came on and was, talking, was talking about it, too. Yeah. Owner.
0: Um, what you missed, you missed the Danko and you also missed the Hardcore, uh, and that was their Bourbon Barrel-aged Imperial Stout, that one was nice, and then their Goody Two Shoes. Which was a Kolsch, which was a really mm. nice Kolsch. It was. I gotta say. It was a really nice, clean, tasty Kolsch. Um, once again, if we weren't really limiting ourselves on beers, I would have bought some of that. Yeah. Because it was very nice. In addition to having a lot of good conversation with Eric, we had a lot of good conversation with Erica and Jordan, who. Yeah, just were sitting
1: there next to us.
0: Yeah, when we referenced them on our Cellar Dive number six episode. Um, Two people also, like, into craft beer quite a bit. We ended up talking about Treehouse. They were, you know, when they found out what we did with the podcast, they were like, oh, have you been to Treehouse? We are like, you know, we thought about going to Treehouse, but it's a bit of a drive. Like, we drove, like, 40 minutes to Framingham, and then from Framingham to, I think, Monson, where um, Treehouse is, it was going to be, like, another hour
1: or something. Mm, Or just under...
0: Yeah, around there. So we didn't want to take up all that time because the other thing is, looking at their website, it is a a it's a mess. It's a terrible website, yes. and the amount of information they have on there. When I was reading through it, maybe I read it incorrectly, but like I said, it's a mess. It basically said to me, you can show up, you may or may not get beer cans because they do like they do them special release style where like they open up and they'll potentially sell out same day on whatever they're canning that day. And it also said, you may or may not get beer on tap. And so yeah, I was, was like, weird. we are not going to drive all this extra time to show up and then be potentially say, Oh, well there's no cans and there's nothing on tap. Yeah. I'm like, N- no, that's, that's not happening. So we told Erica and, and Jordan that and they're like, Oh, well we just went this morning and they were canning Julius and green And we got our allotments and there's actually no line. We're like, yeah, it's just too much for us to commit to. And we don't know what the crowd's going to be like later in the day. And, you know, so then uh, Erica was just like, well, do you want a can of each? And my immediate response, because I know these are like very highly sought after beers. My immediate response was, I can't, you know, I can't take that from you. And I was like, yes, please. (laughs) Yeah, Rebecca said yes.
1: Well, so. I said yes, and I said, but can I pay you? Yeah. I did offer to pay, and she said, no, no, no. Well, I think this was, this was after we bonded over. <laughs>
0: how did we? I started talking to her because you were talking about how a lot of um, lawyers become alcoholics right. because of the high-stress I know job. what it was. Okay,
1: because Exhibit A, and we were like, does this have something to do with the law? Because we were asking how the brewery got the name. And he said, "No, like blah blah blah." and I said, "Oh well, that they, you know i have we know what I do for a living. I work with a lot of patients who've had traumatic brain injuries, and a, a, the large a large population of them in my experience has have been lawyers who have had alcohol problems and Erica next to me started laughing, and I'm like, what are you laughing at? And she's like, oh, I'm in law school now. I'm like, oh, no, I'm really sorry. Yeah, you
0: felt kind of bad at that point. And like,
1: she's like, no, it's totally true. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, a lot of lawyers do have a lot of alcohol problems, especially if you're, like, in a, you know, high-stress firm. But, you yeah.
0: know. Yeah, so they were really cool. Jordan and Erica, thank you so much, because they did give us a can of green and a can yeah. of Julius and would not accept our money, which was very nice yeah, of them. It was that really was nice. really cool. So, um, yeah. Okay. And I think we covered a lot of that stuff. Was there anything else that we needed to cover?
1: I don't think so. I think that was pretty much our um, beer experience. I think um, the only
0: other thing to say is from, like, a the perspective of People vacationing there, if anyone else is thinking about going. Um, Lyft and Uber are your friends. Yeah, don't drive in Boston. <laughs> Do not drive in Boston. It will just drive you insane. And you may get into an accident, too, because it is very dangerous. Um, walk. Do a lot of walking. Uh, yeah. If you can figure out the system for the trains, or what they call the, the T, um, it's a great thing. Like, it's clean. It what runs well. It's it's really nice. It's such
1: a walkable city too, and it's relatively. I mean, the actual like city itself is smaller than. I mean, again, we're from outside of Baltimore, so we're used to Baltimore, which is not really safe, slash clean, slash (laughs) walkable, friendly.
0: This is accurate. Um,
1: I said, I'm like God, like I love Boston. It's such a fun, cool city, and it made me realize how like dirty. Baltimore is um, Yeah I, I mean there's a lot of great things about Baltimore um, A lot of great hospitals There's you know yeah. history and culture And um, Diversity But it's also A dirtier city
0: Yeah it's, it's pretty <laughs> heaven dirty yeah, It's pretty dirty We were actually just there today And yeah, yeah it's...
1: I mean the part we were in today wasn't too bad and We were in the cultural arts dis- district yeah but anyway yeah no boston was great we were saying you know rarely do we come back from vacation and say you know what we could live there and we both came back and said we could definitely live in boston
0: yeah yeah it's it's that cool the other tip for people going on vacation they do like a trolley tour there where they'll they'll like drive you around and um just point out all the historical yeah. areas and give you information as they drive and you can ride it. It's like an hour and a half, maybe, an to half ride to two the entire hours, thing the whole yeah. way.
1: But it's a hop on, hop off.
0: Yeah, which is which, really nice because yeah. if you want to get off in certain areas, you can just do that. And then there's usually one coming like every fifteen minutes or so to each stop, yeah. so you can just hop back on when you want. So it's a really good way to get around if you don't want to walk mm-hmm. everywhere because it gets to be a lot at some point.
1: Yeah, we walked a lot. Yeah, we did walk a lot.
0: We did a crap. I normal.
1: made good decisions though, and I went. Oh, you
0: brought appropriate shoes. I did. I went
1: function <laughs> over fashion,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was worth it. Yeah. So, but no, it was. Oh, you're retasting to determine your.
0: Yeah, I'm. As we're talking here, I'm I'm going through and retasting everything because I want to know. It, I'm having a really hard time because I feel like
1: this might be the best beer lineup we've ever done.
0: It's very consistent. I feel like all these to me, I would have an easy time just saying I like all these beers the same amount.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Pretty much. Can do. we
1: just do that? I'm doing that.
0: No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give slight. I think we should do. We can say right now we like them almost all the same, but then we'll nitpick and we'll okay. get it. Down. I need
1: more of the pearly
0: whip. Okay, we'll get it down to an actual order. But know everyone that we think they're just about the same anyway. So, with mm. how good they are, um, okay. God, this is hard. This is a tough one.
1: Okay, this is my ranking, and I'm not doing anything differently. I don't care what you tell me. I'm gonna say pearly, pearly wit
0: this is your number one. No, oh,
1: pearly. Wait till I'm done. Pearly wit, Sunday paper, and the aeronaut beer. Are all my
0: top? And they're the, all number one.
1: They're all number one. And then,
0: vice all vice mode, all is, mode number two. is number
1: two.
0: Well, number four, basically. If you have to give a slight edge to one of those top three,
1: I can't go any further. I'm Wh- which
0: which one do you want more of? All of them. Well, I know, but if you if you if I say I'm I'm only allowing you one more of these beers,
1: like right now tonight. Right, yep. And my mood tonight,
0: or, or or forever, forever. Say we have an endless supply of all of these beers, and then I say I'm taking away the endless supply of three of these. Which one do you want to keep?
1: I think the aeronaut.
0: Yeah. Okay. The improbability drive. Yeah. So that's your number one. Um, for me as well, it is very very hard for this. But being nitpicky, I can do a ranking of. My number one is the Springdale Pearly Wit. Really? It's really good. It's it's drinkability, I think it would pair extremely well with food. The slight tartness, mm-hmm. it's light, it's crisp, it's refreshing, it's it's a lot of good things. The pearly wit's my number one, the improbability drive is my number two, the vice Alamode is my number three, and the Sunday paper's my number four. <laughs> But like I said, they're all about... I think it's
1: so funny when it's like Sunday Paper number four, when it is an awesome. amazing
0: beer. Well, that's what happens when you have a bunch this of awesome is, beers. Yeah, this here. is a really, really good lineup. This is... Yeah, this is probably the most excited I've been for when we're done recording. To just, like, taste... Well, yeah. Like, go back and forth with all these beers. Because like,
1: normally, uh, like, there's a very clear number four, or there's a very clear number one. Yeah. Or there's one where... You like more than I do, so we don't have to fight over it. But yeah. these are all...
0: Yeah, they're all awesome. Yeah. So, in closing, Boston was amazing. Um, everyone should go there. They have a lot of really good beer. We didn't even talk good.
1: about the historic aspects yeah, of Yeah, there's a lot of cool
0: history stuff with people like that. And there were breweries that we wanted to get to that we just didn't have time to get to. So we probably should go back. Like, we wanted to hit up Cambridge Brewing, wanted oh, to hit yeah. New England Brewing, wanted Light, to hit Lamplighter, Lamplighter Brewing. I mean...
1: And there's a ton of... A shit ton of smart people up there.
0: Yeah. Well, you have... MIT and MIT
1: Harvard. MIT yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, so... But, uh... The other thing I have to say in closing is that the person that we were going to the wedding for, Jason Ng... Um, friend of mine from college he is doing a beer podcast a craft beer podcast at the moment with his friend alex rogers who we met when we were at Mm. the wedding and he's a cool guy and they're doing a really good job they're only like at this point like three episodes in i believe and you know they're working things out they're trying to figure out their format and figure out their audio equipment and their editing and and everything they want to do so it's early stages but The core of what they're doing, I think is really good. And I've been listening and I'm excited to see where it goes. So I would recommend their podcast. It's called Summer Villain Brewcast. Summer Villain is a play on Somerville where they live. So it's S-O-M-E-R and then tack villain onto the end of that. Summer Villain Brewcast. Um, And I think the episodes are around like half hour. So they're like pretty short, but I have a hard time finding beer podcasts that I really want to continue listening to, but I feel like theirs is one that just sounds like I'm going to keep going. Because <laughs> the, the the interplay between Alex and Jason is very relaxed, but fun and funny, and it's a good one. So, check that out. Summer, Summer Melon Brewcast. Okay. And they rock. And Boston! And these beers! <laughs> Boston and Beers. Boston and Beers, that's right. And
1: Dunkin' Donuts.
0: God, there's, yeah, we didn't say that. There are a crazy amount of Dunkin' Donuts up there, but that's because that's where it originated. Yeah,
1: but anyway, on that note, please remember to...
0: Keep It Brutal.